0: Alright, here we go. This is uh episode number fifteen Har, of the wow. G's podcast presented by Park Sportsbook. You believe that fifteen? Fifteen,
1: that's fifteen straight weeks. So we're uh we're in our almost four months of this.
0: Yeah. Can't Which believe means, it's lasted that long. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Which means two <laughs> things, Hare. Spring is just about here. Right, and the Masters is only a couple of weeks away. It is, and I, you know, I just got done with the Players Championship yesterday, which seemed to take
1: about two weeks to play because of all the rain that they got down there. But yeah, the Masters, uh, just three, three and a half weeks, whatever it is, away, and uh, that's that's the that's the sign of spring for me. Like some people say, you know, it's spring training. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even know if that's started yet. Even though since we were last together, they've now come back and. They have a baseball season, and apparently they're going to play a full season, Jason. And they're going to get
0: started in early April. Okay, so, so. baseball is back. Spring we'll is about- here. Yeah, and you're right. The Masters are are the sign that you know it's time to head to the uh, pick up some flowers to plant some stuff and and get ready for warmer temperatures. Uh, before we get to our guest on this episode, let's tell people real quick about Park Sportsbook. Uh, the tournament starts this week. Yeah, it's going to be insanity, of course, and then. You still have uh, the NHL post uh, rest of the season in playoffs. You have NBA rest of the season in playoffs. So you looking at anything?
1: Yeah, I am. I looked at uh, some of these early lines for the NCAA tournament. Uh, Two games jumped out at me on Thursday. Thursday. uh, I'm looking at Boise State getting two and a half against Memphis. Uh, It's a 145 tip on Thursday afternoon. I love Boise State in that game. They got a couple of transfers in there. They got uh, one of the best scorers in the country. They're they're going to be they're going to be a handful from Memphis. They play on a blue court, huh? I no, I don't think they have the blue. They have got the blue (laughs) turf up there for the football games, which drives me nuts. If ever I watch one of their games, I, I get a headache. Uh, but there's another game Thursday night, uh, Vermont against Arkansas. I'm taking Vermont plus the five, and I may even take them on the money line. I think they can win the game outright. Wow. You see Vermont.
0: Yeah. All right. So grab that. Uh, grab the parks app. Get all your action in. Open up a bet. Open up an account. Deposit. First bet is risk free up to five hundred dollars. And it's real simple to use, and you're getting all the action, player performances, same game parlays, you name it. It's all there. You can go traditional and spreads, props, you know, all that stuff as well. Uh, Make sure you follow Parks on the social channels, at Parks Sportsbook on Twitter, on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook as
2: well. Yeah, and I Uh, just
0: downloaded the new version of that app this morning, uh, Jason. It's great. Very navigable. Navigable. Very user-friendly. I like it. As they say. All right, let's get to our guest in this episode. We haven't had a guest in a while, Harry. But, yeah, uh, he's in the bullpen right now. He is. He's, he's <laughs> raring to go like a caged animal. Uh, it's a guy that we both worked with at The Fanatic, and he's still in uh, broadcasting, and he does the Daily Show, the Afternoon Drive Show on 94 WIP with Ike Reese. Let's welcome in our old friend and uh, good guy, John Marks, joins us. <laughs> ah, geez. What's going on, Johnny? Let me check. Beautiful, <laughs> man. What's up? Let me check. <laughs> Ha <laughs> you and
1: undersold he, him, Jason. Man, he's big time, dude. He's rocking. He is killing it in the afternoon drive time on WIP with Ike Reese. Well, I didn't want him come in right. with his ego all swollen
0: for this show.
2: Yeah, you don't up. have to worry about that. I'm one, <laughs> I'm one bad book away from joining you guys.
0: <laughs> well, you better do it quick because this could be gone any minute. It could be. I know. Yeah. I'm yeah. be
2: doing some type of a some type of a a podcast or whatever. What's up, dudes? Good to see you, man. Yeah, you know, uh, I just I'm I'm about a, three weeks removed from COVID. Oh yeah, COVID lockdown for a couple of weeks. Yeah, oh, the, the kids got it first, gave it to me. Is so, COVID
1: still a thing. It is. Oh man. So yeah, you I just it. saw the other day that the Pfizer uh, CEO is making the rounds, telling everybody they're going to need a
2: fourth shot, and a fifth, and a sixth, and a seventh. Right, yeah, and an eighth. And then I my- stopped
1: at two you're not boosted, hair? No, I'm not boosted. No.
2: I'm boosted, but oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm boosted, but what did it do for me getting COVID? Exactly. Not a lot. But I mean I really didn't get all that sick. Right. So I was good.
0: Well, good. You look good. I'm gonna yeah. take a two and a shot to be named later, huh? <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> I put on significant weight, guys. Oh yeah? Significant. Yeah, I thought I was in great shape. Uh like I had lost weight during during the, the pandemic. I was mm-hmm. working out and then I went to the doctor, and they they did my I went to my diabetes doctor, and they did the uh, they did the blood work, and they're like, "Yeah, you have uh, Graves disease. Graves disease essentially is your thyroid your thyroid's working too much." Oh. So I got on the thyroid medication. I put on fifteen pounds. No, so I actually kidding. wasn't in good shape. I was I was I was ill. So now I'm back up to like 175 pounds. My face is fat. I can see it right here. I need to get back in shape. So in other words, on. this
1: Graves disease is a legit disease. It's not one of these ones that's made up by the pharmaceutical companies no. to sell pills.
2: Um both. I, I believe it's both. It, okay. It's it, it is real, but it's also it's also used by the pharmaceutical companies to make a lot of money. And to put weight on me. Okay. So yeah. I was feeling good. I was seeing friends for the first time. I'm like, wow, you know, look, you, you put on some weight. I'm feeling good. And now I am I got the gut back.
1: Did they have that look when you walked in the door the first time? Like, whoa,
2: hey, hey, John. <laughs> so John, John Johnson, one of my colleagues at WIP, he gave me the, you know, you lost a lot of weight. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. I've been working out. What are you talking about? Like, I'm, uh-huh. I'm healthy. And then, like, three months later, the doctor's like, yeah, yeah, you're not healthy.
0: Dude, what a shit sickness to have, Graves' disease. Like, what's next? Well. Like, death. Hey, I have death disease. (laughs) Yeah, right.
2: (laughs) You know? Kind of an ominous name. I'm obviously diabetic. I got shrivel
0: shrivelopitis coming up uh, next after that. You know? Like, what's going on?
2: I'll just be dead. That's the next (laughs) thing that's going to come. So, I'm type 1 diabetic. I have Graves' disease. I've had Guillain-Barré syndrome when I was 19. I had nope. scarlet fever when I was in high school. Wow! Uh, my mother has lupus. My cousin has Crohn's. Uh, my other oh, cousin God. has celiac disease. Autoimmune. So family. those are autoimmunes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're an autoimmune. So you're family. an
0: autoimmune. Wow.
2: So I'm just hoping my kids don't get get it, which I guess it's. I'm probably gonna get something, but mm.
0: yeah, I'm, I'm pretty it unhealthy. Like it might business. be
2: hereditary, John.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like a genetic disorder.
2: <laughs> sounds like it. So I, who who knows oh. what's next? You like said COVID, right? Right. My mother's having having uh, long COVID symptoms, problems, heart palpitations, high blood pressure. I get those every day. Yeah, exactly. Everything's great, Harry. Everything's great.
0: We're gonna be blaming everything on COVID. It I, know, I know. The Kennedy
2: assassination,
0: COVID was there. <laughs> you know. Well, you can make nuts. the
2: case that yeah. it might have had something to do with the single bullet theory. That's I right. I don't know. <laughs>
0: uh, how's it been going? Uh the the grind. You know, Harry and I are out of the grind. Of yeah. Lather, rinse, repeat. Eagles and Sixers and all that. You know, I'm kind of so much singular focused on the Flyers that cover the team for every day so it's taken me out of the game and a lot of the other sports but how's it been
2: um and i'm sure covering the flyers on a daily basis is a lot of fun that's a blast i'm on suicide
0: watch (laughs) that's a blast
2: (laughs) um um, jason you did it long enough hair you did it a really long time um it it is and right now that the season it goes from the season to the playoffs to the super bowl to the beginning of free agency in the draft right now we're in free agency it starts this week officially and then you're doing you know I want a wide receiver I want a. a no, I want Malik Willis I want this I want that and then you have the draft and you have mini camps you know I, I'm I'm happy the Phillies are back because at least it gives us something that can happen on a on a daily basis to talk about because right. the, the 76ers are big right now obviously too with with Doc Rivers and he's such a He's such an idiot, and 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 <laughs> I had no idea we were getting such a stooge as the coach of the 76ers. But, um, you know, daily sports radio is uh, it, it you play the hits, man. Yep. I listen to Cal, I listen to Cal Hurt every day, I listen to a lot of the national shows every day just to see what they're talking about. And you, you play the hits, you talk the yeah. NFL, you talk quarterbacks, you talk NBA, you talk yeah. LeBron. You don't talk a lot of other stuff. College basketball, it's amazing I with know. the tournament. It barely even gets mentioned anywhere.
1: I, I used to be so into this time of year, both you guys, um, you know, and even me, who, who I still consider myself a devotee to college basketball. Okay. But my my watching of college basketball has shrunk about five times. I probably watched 20% of what I used to watch Maybe five, six years ago. Okay. And that's me. And I'm, I can still consider myself a hardcore guy for it. Okay. Uh, Just because to me, well, Temple stinks. Okay. That's that's number one. Because yeah. this time of year, we used to always be looking at brackets and saying, oh, we're a 12 seed. You know, can we upset the five and all this kind of thing? And you'd yeah. be like, you know, can we win two games? What a what a boost this will do for recruiting next year if they can and all this kind of stuff. Now we don't have that. I haven't had that in years. I mean, during the whole Dunphy era, they, you know, they made the cornerman a handful of times, you know, the first couple of years he was there. And now, you know, they, they're not even in the N.I.T. They're not even in the fucking NIT. Do you (laughs) You freaking believe that? I mean, that's that's an absolute joke. They win 17, 18 games and nobody cares. So that's number one. Number two is the one and done thing has worn me down because you no longer can sort of follow a team and when i talk about a team i'm talking about like the dukes and the big teams in the country where you'd see them keep guys for two three years maybe and you sort of be man i love this michigan state was no, was always like that because they'd keep guys and you sort of fell yeah. in love with these teams year after year to see them grow and you're like man i really hate that guy or i love that guy and you every sunday afternoon in fe- in february i'd be tuning into a big 10 game and being amped up for it i don't give a shit anymore
0: Izzo catches guys.
1: The only guy that does it anymore, hair, is Jay Wright. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, hey, I'm a quasi-Villanova fan. I don't know how you can not be because he runs the program the right way. He's a tremendous guy and a tremendous basketball coach. And all their players seem like, you know, they're great kids. And, you know, I, I, I was jealous and envious, and I still am to a large degree. But I kind of got over that sort of that anti-thing where I'm no longer anti- I don't root for them, but I really I really enjoy what they
2: bring to the table. I do too. It's it's the same way. I would have never rooted for Villanova when Temple was good. And now tournament time, I'm rooting for Villanova because none of the other teams are in. I mean, think about this. St. St. Joe's and LaSalle, they played in the A ten tournament. I think St. Joe's was eleven and eighteen and LaSalle was ten and eighteen. Yeah. Right. I mean it's I mean, I guess it is long ago now because we are old. Mm-hmm. But when I was growing up and I was a college basketball fan, all those teams were relevant. I know. LaSalle was relevant. Uh, they were in the tournament. And, you know, all right, we're going back 30 some years. But yeah, I mean it it, it mattered. Ba- college basketball in this town mattered, and it doesn't anymore because everybody knows Vill Nova's know good. They're a national program. You know, God bless Aaron McKee. I, I guess he's doing a good job. I, I don't know, but they're not relevant. You yeah. know, like I Harry actually went back and I looked at I was looking at Temple's record year to year and how far they made it. And early '80s, mid '80s, late '80s, into the '90s, John Cheney had Temple as a national, a national power, no doubt. And and there was a, there was a period where Villanova got wasn't good, right? right. So Villanova's in the Big East. The A10 was actually rivaling the Big East when you had Calipari and UMass. You had a bunch of A10 teams that mm-hmm. were very good, Some good Richmond but that, like, teams. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. had good basketball in the city and even regionally. I, I like I'll watch the games this weekend. Obviously, the tournament games are fun. Yeah. It's not the same. No. I don't I don't know. I, I was I was watching some of the I was watching some of the the, um, the, the conference tournaments. I don't know any of the players. Mm-hmm. I was I was I was rooting for Iowa because of uh, Freddie McCaffrey. Right. So they were a good story. But I don't even yeah. I don't even know anymore.
0: Yeah, It's the idea of the tournament that gets you excited, but it's, you're right. There's mm-hmm. not nearly as much teeth as there once was to college basketball. It's not just a tournament. It's college basketball because, and I think the biggest thing is the one and done. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Cause year in year out, it's a different team. And it's like, geez, I, I want to at least enjoy a ride of a couple, you know, a couple of guys on the team yeah. for two or three years. You just don't get that. It's, well, there's no, also the way, the way it's officiated, too. It's hard to watch games. There's so much
1: fouling going on. They call everything. And these guys all want to shoot three-pointers. And, frankly, there's very few teams that are very good at it. So it's an ugly watch because yep. guys are <clears throat> clanking shots left and right. And it's just it's kind of hard to get into unless you have sort of a team that you have followed all your life or a school that you went to where you're an alum and you, you can kind of get attached that way. But then if your team doesn't perform year after year after year, you kind of lose touch with it. Yeah, oh, the yeah.
0: idea of college basketball is the thing that's that's fading for me. It's same thing with baseball. Like John, baseball is coming back. They finally get a deal done, and I know you're on the on the grind. And baseball, the thing that's great about baseball for talk radio is that there's a game at, that night every to day. look at yeah. and, and a reaction every day. The problem is, is what are you reacting to? Because nothing's happening. Yeah, it seems like in the sport anymore. Like I just have such a hard time watching it. My ADD is off
2: the charts. I know it. But, yeah, but everybody else is this too, right? Yeah, like, go I to think so. go to a go to a Starbucks and and wait in line behind four people. And what are the four people in front of you doing?
1: On their phone, yeah,
2: flipping through on their phone, and they're yeah. not even looking at anything. They right. just don't know what else to do with their. Nobody with their looks drink. at one
0: another anymore. They're all no. just looking at their
2: phones. That's true. So like they're just scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or right. Twitter, just to right?
0: avoid socialization. frankly. Right. Right. right?
2: Go go in an elevator. People people immediately go to their phone because they're uncomfortable with yeah. their with their brain not being occupied for three seconds and they don't want to talk to somebody else. Right. And baseball is the is the same way. Even in in youth baseball, Jason, I know you have you have kids that are playing sports. I don't know if they play baseball. I know they're big hockey. No, I would have
0: jumped off the bridge if they played baseball.
2: (laughs) Well you know I I have all girls but we're like we played t-ball last year we're playing softball this year just from conversations with other parents these kids they're on second base they forget they're in a game yeah you give them five seconds they're wandering off and they're and kids like that age are are like that anyway. Mm-hmm. But add a kid that that can't go five seconds without not paying attention to something, and it's bad. And you know, you you guys know this. We we can't on the radio. I would love to talk about minor league baseball, yeah. but no one cares, right? right? Like Jason, you could go on, you could go on the radio and talk about hockey for four hours, but no yep. one's going to listen to it, or yep. few people are going to listen to it. Right. So I have that internal debate. And at WIP our demo is a little bit older and a little bit whiter than the fanatic, so mm-hmm. we can do more baseball than say if if uh, I was on it in the fanatic but well plus still, you have the games and we had the games yeah, yeah yeah so but doing baseball outside of the of of when they had the aces. Doing baseball every day is a grind, and like the first two weeks of the season, we we treat everything like football. Football's the NFL's ruined all the other sports,
0: right? Totally agree.
2: So the first two weeks of the baseball season, we treat it like it's the NFL, and then we realize, well, Jesus Christ, we have four more months of this. We can't do it, (laughs) right? (laughs) There's
0: 150 games left, (laughs) right? Right.
2: So you hope there's a a dumb Girardi move, or because that's what you talk about in baseball now. You talk about fights. You talk about guys flipping bats. You yep. talk about bad manager. You don't actually talk about the game.
0: Right. And because nothing happened.
2: Right. Because there's no action. You're oh, literally watching grass grow.
1: No, I, I, that's why I'm, I am love having Johnny on at this time of year, because I know he's a big baseball guy. He's always been a yeah. big baseball guy. And I think, you know, you're, you're sort of like me with college basketball, where well, you're hanging on there, man. You know, and you consider yourself still a devotee to the sport. But so I wanted to ask you about the new rule that they brought in, because I think we're on opposite sides of this because we used to talk about it. The D.H. is now in the National League, Johnny. We will no longer have two men on and two out and the pitcher coming up with a surefire out. We can get a hit.
2: Yeah, I've actually I, I've I've given up the idea that the DH is uh, many years ago. Actually, well, not many years. Oh, ago. you a couple have. years okay. ago. I, okay. I officially flew in the flag, threw in the flag, and said it's it's going to change. So I'm just going to. It totally changes the strategy of baseball. It does. It does. It totally changes it. But think about this. Yeah, but don't 19... they overrate how hard it is to do a double switch? For for Joe Girardi, you can't overrate how <laughs> hard it is to do a double yeah, switch. Good point. But but since 1971, they've had. I mean, not even different rules. Think about how significant it is that half of the league has a designated hitter, the pitcher doesn't hit, and the other half had a pitcher that hit for 50 years, for 40 years. I mean, it's insane to mm-hmm. think that it lasted that long. And finally, they're getting on the same page. I mean, I remember growing up, they had they had separate American League umpires from National League umpires, mm-hmm. where the AL strike zone was a bigger strike zone, and yeah. the NL strike zone was smaller and tighter To where now they they did away with that, but like at some point, they had to actually have a uniform set of rules of of what was going on. So, for years, the Phillies, if you're a National League team, you don't carry a salary that's going to be a guy that doesn't play every day. So, when you have an interleague series, that you're going to have a full-time DH. So, a lot of times, you're using a bench spot to do Mm -hmm. that. And that's unfair because the AL team is carrying a salary to be a DH. So, I'm actually – Listen, if, if it, having a DH in the National League is not going to solve baseball's problem,
0: no, no, no,
2: right? It it can help. They need more action. It's not right. about home more balls
0: and play. Get get rid of yeah. the stupid
2: ass shift. Yeah. That fixes everything. <laughs> it does. Get rid of the shift. It, it, I mean, it's it's huge. See, here's the problem: these nerds that have overtaken baseball, the GMs, the Ivy League GMs, they've gotten so good at figuring out how to win. Outside of what the sport actually should be with launch angle and the shifts and everything mm-hmm. else that they're doing, all the analytics, and I get it, it works, but it makes the makes the product terrible. Right. Yeah, so right. these nerds that have figured out how to win have actually right. hurt the game. Yeah. To where like, like a guy A guy like Kyle Schwarber is going to bat 190 with 30 home runs and a high on base percentage, and 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 these nerds want him.
1: Right, right.
2: Kyle Schwarber, if you can't hit 200, but your on base percentage is 300, so what? Like, I hate that.
1: I know, me too. Sucks. I agree. That's baseball. Yeah, baseball's become an algorithm. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and you know what? You know what, Har? I don't like algorithms. I hate them. (laughs) I'm certainly not plucking down my money to take my kid to go see a friggin' algorithm. Right. You knew hated the hate hated the idea of putting the universal DH in was R- Chris Russo, mad dog. Oh, yeah. oh of course. Oh, he's still living the in DH 19- and
2: the national league. is sacrosanct!
1: He's still living in 1950s when the giants are still in New York. Are you kidding
0: me? Yeah. Total purist. And c- yeah. Couldn't fathom that they didn't have the D that they would put the DH in the national league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I
2: don't, I, I don't know what, I don't know what, what you can really do. Cause I mean, the, the sport is the sport. Sure, a pitch clock can help, and mm-hmm. you can do things to speed up the game. But if you don't have more action within, within the bases, like right. I, I know everybody loves to say, well, the home run saved baseball in 1998 and coming off it. the strike. Well, I mean, yeah, it really didn't. because yeah. here, Here's what saved baseball, entertaining baseball. There was still yeah. action. Yeah. Right. There were still doubles. There were still triples. Think about yeah. it. If yeah. you're at a game or you're watching a game, one of the most exciting plays in baseball is when a, a ball gets hit into the gap. And it's rolling to the wall. Is it getting past the outfielders? It's going to the wall. The runner's rounding first. He's going to second. He's trying for third. The, the the play at third base, he is safe at third base. That's more exciting than Kyle Schwarber coming up and hitting a 350-foot home, solo home run. Yeah, the game's yeah.
1: 1-1. Yeah, I a totally agree deal. with you. I don't think anybody cares if the game goes three hours, as long as things happen and there's action. And, and I'm not saying it has to be a nine to eight baseball game either. You can have great games that are well-pitched and low scoring, but things happen. You know what I mean? Like, like those four-hour Red Sox-Yankees games back in their prime in the early Never complained 2000s, about the time. I, I couldn't get enough never. of that yeah. crap.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, we like com- a pitching matchup was fine. Like a Maddox versus Randy oh, yeah. Johnson was like yeah. appointment television, Right. right. Now that's like watching paint dry.
2: Yeah, we see. I don't, we, I don't, I agree with you, Jason. I don't think we, I don't think we would view, we wouldn't view one of those matchups today like we did back then. We, mm-hmm. We've changed, like, yeah. we've changed we the have. sports fans, we changed the society and it's
0: consumption, uh, consumptions of consumers of sport.
2: The NFL has ruined these other sports. <laughs> yeah. It it's has so damn good. There's too much action. Yep, it's, yep. A, it's a perfect length of the season where you 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 actually want a little bit more, but it's good you don't get a little bit more and they give you a little bit. Right. And they add these. I mean, they keep making money. They keep finding these revenue streams. Now right. Amazon has Thursday Night Football. Brog, the broadcasters are making players money. is right, yeah. making $18 million a year to a freaking football game. And never take a hit.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know what the NFL, what they did they they ruined other sports in a way because they televised their products so goddamn well, mm-hmm. yeah. Like yeah. it's so good on television. Like yeah. I won't go to a stadium. It's better in it's television so than it is live, if you ask me. I mean, think about so it.
2: I think about it. You go to let's say you go to a one o'clock Eagles game. So you're down there at let's just say eleven o'clock for tailgating. So mm-hmm. you leave your house at ten o'clock. The game starts at one. Once you get out of there, out of the stadium get home what is it six o'clock
1: six thirty yeah
2: six thirty so you haven't seen any you haven't seen any of the other games right right like a lot of times when you're in the stadium your phone doesn't work Mm -hmm. so you can't eat like it's hard to to even see what's going on in the other games and frankly as much of an Eagles fan as I am I care about what's going on in the other games me too too. for fantasy football no me too
1: you're exactly right and that there lies the other difference is if you're a hardcore football fan, you care about the whole league more so than these other leagues. Like where and you're, you're more
0: educated on it.
1: Yeah, yes. exactly. Yep. More the the other three leagues, and I'm not throwing a blanket on all of them. But you're you care about your team, and you don't really give a shit about generally the rest of the league. But the no. NFL,
0: it's different. Yeah, I don't care well, about the Sacramento Kings, but I love the Seattle Seahawks.
2: I yeah. I've never watched less. And maybe this is just because I have kids and I'm busier and everything else. I think it's a combination of everything, but I've never watched less national NBA games. I've never, I once the last time you watched Sunday night baseball, if it wasn't the Phillies playing, right? Like, I no, never watched Sunday, Sunday no. night baseball. <laughs> no, thank you. Right. But football, football NFL I mean even college football I can't get enough of college football yeah me too There's more NFL but I love college football and now I'm working this overnight shift on uh, on Sunday mornings on CBS Sports Radio so I'm on at 2 a.m. On Sunday mornings, oh, and and I'm I'm watching the late college games. I'm watching the Pac-12 games. Yeah, I'm going Hawaii on the air when when Hawaii's playing. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: last chance bet the last chance Saturday bet on Hawaii. Which well, Johnny lived there Hawaii game. for a while. He probably yeah. loves the Hawaii. Uh, yeah, oh, do they
1: no. do they still call them the Rainbow Warriors or is that passé? Is that, no, you can't Rainbow use that Warriors, anymore. Yes. They, they actually okay.
2: play because they condemned Aloha Stadium.
1: Oh, they did. So, yeah. So that's where play. the Pro Bowl used to be for all those years. Right. Year. Yeah, not
2: anymore. So they're they're built they're building a new facility, but because it's Hawaii, it's probably gonna take twenty years through all the red tape to build it. So they actually play in an on-campus stadium that they've kind of like constructed, which oh, yeah? is more or less like a high school stadium that they're playing a a, a, a major college program wow. in there, which wow. is crazy. But like I so go into a game. I want nothing to do with going to a game at mm-hmm. all. At, yeah. at all. I mean, yeah. Too much I, ag. The, the drunken culture. I know people like to go down to the games, and this isn't a shot at those people. Like the, the 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 the. I would I would like to go to one game a year where I have good seats or I sit in a box. Right. Mm-hmm. But right. then you know what I'm doing the whole time. I'm looking at I'm looking at my watch and I'm looking at how much time's left in the fourth quarter. And I am deciding what time I'm leave, I want to leave cuz I want to beat right. freaking traffic. Exactly. It's just the wrong way to the wrong way to, to You're to not enjoying it. It is. No. Yeah. It is.
1: You're not enjoying it at I all. I was at a Sixers game last Monday night when they played the Bulls and I haven't been to a Sixers game since I had a one of those mini uh, season ticket packages that they they still sell but I used to have yeah. one for like 11 games a couple years ago. And I went down to the, the game with we had a box with all my a couple of my old uh, buddies from Shippensburg and we had a blast. But me and the guy who who picked me up and drove me said, Hey, you know, six minutes left in the fourth, let's get (laughs) out of here. And we bolted out of there and we got out right before the traffic hit, before the rain came. And I was home in 25 minutes. Had we waited, you know, it might have been you know an hour, hour and fifteen minutes. So I, I, I tell said, you, John, that's the way it works.
0: I sat in that lot for an hour and forty five minutes after the Billy Eilish concert on Super Bowl Sunday with my daughter. Ah, oh, jeez, it, it's not easy to get out. Now after the Flyers games, Hare, I'm right out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've I've seen what that arena looks like these yeah. days. Oh, it's we, we like actually deep. have uh, Flyers tickets were given away on my show. Oh yeah. Today, yeah. So how like will Drude. you give those
1: away today? What are you going to do? Put them on the wheel?
2: I don't, we don't have a wheel. wheel. You got Angelo's wheel in there. There's no wheel. I'd like to put Tony Bruno on the wheel, he can spin around on the wall. Miss Robin can put him on that with a a gag ball in his mouth. I think they do do that on
0: Saturday nights once a month. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, I I got no idea. When when Tony won, win Mike's money. Mike flipped out (laughs) and. We had all the pictures like the, the show pictures of the different shows in the hallway. Uh-huh. And somehow the, the Johnny Mark Sean Brace picture that was hanging caught the trash can <laughs> when it flew. <laughs> oh he was so pissed. oh my god, I
2: forgot about that. Did what what was Tony's reaction? Didn't he like stand up and walk off too? Wasn't it like well, a walk-off?
0: Remember he brought his cat in? <laughs> I forget that. I don't he brought his cat this. in. He won. We did it with all the jocks. So John came in, you came in, Harry. Right. Tony came in, and we did win Mike's Money, the Fanatic edition. And right. Tony I, won it. And I, Mike I, didn't win. And they thought Tony was cheating. Yeah, right. So I remember that. <laughs> like <laughs> they yeah. were saying that
1: Robin was sending him the answers on his phone yeah. or something, right? Exactly. She was yeah.
2: she was sitting in the in the hallway on the couch. His iPhone
0: buzzed. Right, right. Right. Oh, or his true. iPad. <laughs> yeah, look, look at the iPad, Harry. Huh? Nothing <laughs> on there
2: so oh my god so mike's
0: pissed off about that to begin with and then we go to sound off that day uh-huh. and people are just shredding mike on sound off uh-huh. and and he just had enough and i mean it just went off him and i fought for four days after that uh-huh. it was unreal because i got you missed the the, for
2: it you missed those days jay
0: like a hole in the head <laughs> <laughs> oh god no Good oh, times. I, mean, I had a good time working with him because I think we did some really good radio. There were some, some great shit. times, man. Yeah, there were. But holy no. shit, how's Ange doing? Um, man, you don't see him do much when he
2: retires. No, yeah. I never see him. It's WIP is such a. It's different from the fanatic, and I don't know how it is there now. But when when we were there together with the game, everything was like not one big show, but there together. wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, every everything was together, yeah. right? And right. W, WIP, it's almost like each show is almost a, um, like it's a separate station almost. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we Planet. everybody gets along. It's not like the old days of WIP where people don't get along. Um, but I never I, I never see Ange. Um, obviously I see uh, I see the camera, our buddy the camera. Oh yeah. Uh every day and John Ritchie. But Angelo is He's set to retire, man, and we're already in March. I do not know what the hell is he is gonna do with not mean he's gonna have to do something else. He's not gonna he's not the guy that's gonna be like, all right, gonna move to Florida and drink coffee in the morning and sit by the drive pool Gail in the crazy. Like, yeah, that that is not gonna happen. He'll be bored after a week. Yeah. So um Yeah, me yeah, and Dale will be on the beach. It's <laughs> Dale. It, yeah, this is gonna be a I mean think about it. We're already we're already halfway through March. Mm-hmm. and the way time flies these days it'll be it'll be over and then it's it's crazy to think wip without angelo and I, know. I have no idea what they're going to do did i
0: worked, i was there during a lot of those years when it was it was very territorial maybe it's the mm-hmm. right word but Ange working with Ange. um I never saw a guy that like poured as much into one show as he did every single day, legal pads full. And I remember talking to him being be like, you got all like, he's like, if I don't, if I need it, it's there. If I don't need it, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. But after a show we would meet every morning when I was in management in his office, in their office, the morning show office, that the morning show meeting and he'd fall into the chair. Like he just ran the Boston marathon yep. in 98 degree humidity yeah you know like just he spilled it the whole show every day i was like i don't know how you do this every day yeah
2: yeah it's um it's it's unbelievable like like yesterday uh, on a on a monday sometimes you guys know this should come out flat from the weekend and like you just don't have it Mm -hmm. and how that dude gets up every day and he finds something he finds something to scream about or or to be passionate about and yeah Uh, I, everybody that I've worked with, I think that I've learned something from, right. And the thing that, that I I've learned, and I knew that Angelo was a guy that was there pretty much every morning at three o'clock and he wasn't going to be ever unprepared. He'd be the most prepared person there. And to do that for 30 some years is amazing. But the fact that he's able to do it day in and day out for this many years and show up and have it every Mm -hmm. day. A lot of and and Angelo gets gets a lot of crap. Uh, obviously, when you're this successful, that's what you're going to get. Yep. But as far as as how much I respect him after being his colleague at WIP, now it's uh, it's amazing what he's been able to do for this long. It really is.
0: No like, doubt about it. It's insane. I mean, the, every day it was just like, oh my god. And I never had a problem. Like he was tough to work with with some of the staff sometimes, but only because he wanted to see you work as hard for the station and the show as he was like you needed to commit or you were exposed by him
2: he's that's demanding
0: good. that's a good thing yeah
2: yeah he's demanding it's one of the things that that with me i'm just not i'm not demanding enough and I, I say this to i say this to jack fritz my producer a lot i'm just like man like you don't realize how good you have it compared to some other people that i know in the business and that i've worked with in the business yeah. i wish i was more demanding but it's just
0: which is weird because you were a producer. So you know, like what you can deliver as a producer. Like I never knew that until I worked with Mike.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: Like, I, like I was stunned when I when they hired me. And like, yeah, you need to do this email and all this. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like
1: a yeah.
2: WIP. They came. They, in they're just board
1: ops. Yeah. They were just board ops yeah. all the time, right?
2: Yeah. No, yeah. you're right, Mike. Mike definitely. Mike going to the fanatic. Um, it 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 definitely changed the landscape of everything, uh, from. Like you had said, Harry, it seemed like the producers back at WIP before just kind of came in and pressed buttons. And mm-hmm. it was up to the host to they're right. going to talk about what they're going to talk about. They produce the show. They're going to ask. you, yeah. Right. But yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. coming in there. So now that, that that's definitely changed. Good. And to think that Mike, Mike could be done here um, in the next year or two. And Angelo's done at the end of the year. And you know, Glenn is, um, you know, Glenn's got know, however many years he wants to have left. But, you know, Glenn's not doing Monday through Friday anymore. Ah, uh, the guys that when we were coming up, that were mm-hmm. the full-time guys that have been doing this for thirty years, are you know they're in the the twilight of their career. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 strange. It's going to be strange when they're not around full-time anymore.
1: And that means we're a, lo- a lot older.
2: <laughs> I yeah, I, I just yeah. I, I can't.
0: We're now I, I'm guys. having
2: real problems being. I mean, you you Harry, you're in your fifties, Jason. You're, yeah. Are you fifty? Yet? I'll are be you fifty, 50 in like
0: two weeks. Oh man, <laughs> fifteen days to be exact. I'll be fifty-seven this summer. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
2: Man, how yeah. is Jody? You and Jody were closer in age than anybody ever realized.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how old Jody is. He's a little bit older than me. He's, He's got, a little got little older. 62-ish. You. Yeah, I'd say probably around
2: there.
0: Man, so man.
2: Jo- Jody actually leads into me. He does the 10 p.m., the 2 a.m. shift on CBS Sports Radio on Thursday. And okay. The, or, excuse me, Saturday and the Sunday. So he leads into me. So I'll listen to his last uh, – I'll connect to – so I do the show from my house. So I okay. connect into – the studio and I'll listen to the last is that uh, the do me a favor segment, John. He, he
1: does, do <laughs> now, does he do it from his house too, John? Yes. Okay, yes. that's what I thought. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he, he didn't do that before the pandemic, even though he had the he, he was able to do it. He liked the everyday grind right. and routine of going right. He's up a routine, there he's a routinesman. Yeah. yeah. He definitely. is a routinesman. Yep. He definitely is. So yeah, Jody's another guy that, that uh I've been listening to for me 30, you, 30 years, 30 I years months, to get 30 into 30 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that sparked the interest in me when he was doing his solo show. This is before Glenn even joined. Mm-hmm. That I was listening yeah, to that,
2: late 80s. Yeah, that's my that, that's actually my my first my first remembrance of WIP is when Brookshire left the air at nine o'clock, and then Angelo did the morning sports page with Mike mm-hmm. or Jason Stark. I think mm-hmm. Sal even did some of those. So from nine yeah. to ten, he would bring in one of one of his newspaper guys. And then it was Bill Campbell from ten to twelve. Yeah. And then it was solo Jody from twelve to from twelve to three. And then I guess Howard did three to seven.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. Howard no? was at night at that time. It was Fredericks that was doing. Oh, afternoons. that's right. That's was right. doing
2: afternoons. With, that's Mike?
0: No, 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 with Mike? No, 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 no. Before solo? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
2: Maybe I don't remember that. And then Chuck Cooperstein came in right. for Bill Campbell when Campbell retired. And then yeah. not not long after that, I think it was when it was Mac and Mac. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. saw Mac and Mac at uh, at Pizzeria Uno in King of Prussia. I went in, and Jody was wearing the uh, Zumba pants.
1: No way, the Zumba mullet.
2: Yeah, he oh, had a mullet. Yes. And he was smoking a cigarette <laughs> in the restaurant during the break.
0: Right. Which oh, know, yeah. people did back then. Sure. Steaming a dart. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah so uh, it, it um god we're we're getting old we've been doing yep. this long.
0: yeah i remember working with steve-o at uh fifth and callow hill at wip mm-hmm. and that building which was an absolute oh, it was a dump <coughs> oh awful total dump i've worked there too stairwells yeah. smelled like piss yep it was gross yep. they had cameras on the parking lot because your car will get broken into and i remember being there one day and they, the the jocks had parking spots because there was limited parking. So Angelo and Howard shared a spot because Angelo was there in the morning. Howard was there in the afternoon. And Howard would come in from the Eagles all hot, you know, coming in 95. Five minutes before the show. (laughs) Right. Right. And somebody was in his spot and he came in and blew a coronary. Somebody just going because you always know how Howard feels. Right. (laughs) Which I think it easy for him to manage him because you never wondered if he was like steaming or not. Like it, the one day we ran out of uh, styrofoam coffee cups was a legendary day at 5th and Cavalry. <laughs> and Bigby would come walking down, "You need to calm down."
2: <laughs> Unreal. Was that did Bigby have the have the button in his office where he would he would that's drop it was yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the first place it was installed. Yeah, that's place. Yep.
1: With yep. Walter out at Walter out front, Walter yep. And it was also yeah. where the sales people could not come down into where the radio people no. were like, that was a, there was like a, the DMZ. It was like a demilitarized zone where you could not go past. There was a T
0: in the hallway behind K Dufresne. Yeah. I love left that. was to sales. Right. Was to programming. And if you were in sales, you were never making a right. Right.
2: <laughs> or big people right. do what?
0: No, get, you're bothering my, my talent. Get out. Mm-hmm. He'd flip out on them. Yep. They, right. They didn't come back there for fear of the man in black yep
2: sure sure yeah walter is still there uh rob cherry rob cherry a couple weeks ago came in he's back doing some part-time i heard him yeah he he uh he's doing an anniversary wip I, i forget how many years it is now how many years old it is but he's doing an anniversary special it's like 70 years or 80 years or whatever so I I sat down with them and um, and and gave them some stories that I had growing up listening to WIP and okay. w, WIP actually my my um, my mom had the Chevy Nova it was the first car I remember her having early eighties and it only had the AM band in it didn't mm-hmm. didn't have FM and the there was two stations that that had music on the AM at that time and one was WIP before it went to uh, before it went to sports or whatever. Yeah, we will. So that's so the first I remember. At WIP was was in that Chevy Nova, hmm, with yeah. the buttons and and the dials. Interesting. You
0: push a button, <laughs> the thing would move. Yep. Get your <laughs> yeah. presets. Yeah, you had to pull them out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Push it back in. Yep.
2: Oh, that car was such a hunk of junk. You could run <laughs> oh. into a wall and it wouldn't even dent it.
0: <laughs> so classic. That's funny. I, that's amazing. Yeah, it's been around a long time. I spent, God, thirteen years there. That's scary. Just to even think about. What'd you learn from Harry? You said you learned something from everybody you worked with. What'd you learn from Harry?
2: Well, I didn't really work with Harry.
0: No, we didn't really did. do
1: hardly any show. We, we yeah, maybe like a handful of shows, maybe over the time. But
2: yeah, I, well, I mean, you know what? What Harry was great at. Harry was was excellent at just kind of staying out of out of the crosshairs of. Of uh, being involved without being too involved, you know what I mean. Yeah. Stirring was, the
0: pot is what Harry right, was right. very good at. But
2: know. Know. no one ever disliked Harry, right? No. Like that's it. like like Mike always liked Harry. The Anthony program director did. Well, <laughs> the wrong guy. <laughs> the the always liked the Higgian always liked you. Um, but yeah. So the, the, my first day interning at WPN. Mike McMonigle, who was the promotions director, was supposed to be there to greet me. And he wasn't in work that day. Mm. So I sat in like the lobby and they're like, yeah, we don't know where he is. And I'm like, well, all right. And then Harry came in and got me.
0: Because mm-hmm. at the
2: time, Harry, you'll remember this. WPN flipped. You were doing morning updates. It was a Fox Sports radio show. I think right. it was Steve Zabin that was doing the, the Fox Sports radio show. Exactly right. So yep. you were doing the morning updates on Fox Sports radio. And this was late 2005.
1: Right. It was October 3rd, 2005 was the wow. first day. And I was the first voice heard on the radio as WPEN Sports because I did the six o'clock, like John said, update to start that morning show. So wow. it essentially started at 6 a.m. that day. Wow. Yeah.
2: And That's I was the last I signed off WPEN, 950 a.m. at least. Is that I right? I signed it off. Yep. I signed no it kidding. off. It was Flipped six I don't know if it was 6 or 7 o'clock, but, yeah, it's where it went to, to what it is. I, I guess it's still family radio right now. It's still a religious radio or whatever. But I, I signed off of it. So there you go.
1: Right. So that's where we went from AM to FM then, right?
2: Well, we were already on FM. They they, they had the simulcast.
1: Oh, okay. That's oh, yeah. right. That's right. Yeah.
2: They sold the AM because, what, do they need a, a shitty AM signal Yeah. when you have the FM? So, yeah, but, I mean, back in those days, it was – one of the first jobs I had at WPEM was was the Jim Rome show. I did updates for the Jim Rome sure. show, which was twelve to three. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like sometimes it, he would pause for so long, you would wonder if you got knocked off the air. Right. You do like a seven second pause, you're looking the at it, like pause. emergency yeah. tapes
0: would at the transmitter would kick
2: in. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was just looking for his next script paper then uh-huh. to, to read, yeah. what he was looking for. Uh-huh. So a bunch of yeah, they, worked uh, there though. Brian yeah, it, Seltzer. A, a, I actually Seltzer. I mean, all the originals. One day we're gonna have to have a reunion when, I know. when everybody's like 60, 70. seventy. You'll be seventy. I'm now. almost there.
0: Yeah, I'm almost there. We better you do this while, it while
2: I'm 90. still alive. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. won't. You won't make it to seventy. Let's face
0: it. <laughs> we don't want to honor Harry posthumously. Right. Right. The thing I remember about Harry at the fanatic the most is walking by the studio, the glass air. And when you work with Tony, he'd be sitting in the chair like this, and he'd be looking under his glasses. <laughs> Like one Tony hand on the phone because you never knew when Tony was going go, all right, Harry, let's go back to the phone. Yeah. You, know, you always had to have your hand up because yeah. you had to operate the phone for him. Right, right. Yeah. He'd yeah. be too, you know, <laughs> frenetic with the soundboard and his iPad and the thousand things he had yeah. going on. Where
2: is Tony these days? I know you talked to him on one of your podcasts somewhere recently. I still think he's in
1: South Jersey uh, living in his fifth wheel camper. Well he got the truck hour, uh, he got the Dodge Ram. Yeah, I know, but that's what he'll use that to eventually take the fifth wheel to Florida when his home is built. He bought property down there and it's I guess his house is being built. So I still think he's in Jersey.
2: Does he have heat or is he just living off the land?
1: No, he yeah uh, no, he doesn't live off the land.
2: <laughs> he's doing a he's doing he
1: does a show every once show. in a while. He Called does a up. show. Tony sure Bruno does.
0: off the grid.
1: <laughs> Literally. Now, no filter radio, I think, is the the <laughs> streaming service. Boy, yeah, oh, I, I mean, occasionally will
2: see, uh, see a Tony Bruno into tweet the night, or yeah, yeah, something like that. So, all right, well, <laughs> I'm glad to hear Tony's still doing his thing, yeah,
0: <laughs> and he's still doing the show every day. It's just, not oh, here. yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: I used I, um, you guys would get done the show, Har, when you were doing yeah. it till noon, and well, John's then you show. had the after show. Yeah. And then the after yeah. show back there in the prep area mm-hmm. and he'd be full tilt performing for everybody, usually through the entire John and Sean show. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the point where I'm already
1: worried about the next day. Like, what the hell are we going to talk about? And I'm like scouring the, you know, the Internet and trying to figure out what we might do for tomorrow, because I knew he wasn't going to do that until 20 minutes before the show. When well, he, he was never
2: in. worried about what to talk about. No, no. He just wanted to play drops and. Right. And do his thing. Yeah. Let's yeah, go to Jose
0: from a... narstown he'll kill 20 minutes huh yeah, right. that in the that in yeah. the show sheet right
1: yeah, show. Oh, I remember one day well one day it happened a hundred times where he would have gone through the entire show sheet by 10 fifteen the yeah. show started at 10 and i I looked at him I go during the first break now what are we now what are we going to do <laughs>
0: You know what else we got today, Harry? Exactly. He'd be eight minutes (laughs) into the show. The Eagles just lost to the Cowboys. He'd be like, you know, the deal of the week, Harry. Yeah. I mean, the game will come out of his office like, yeah, I heard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He
1: was not capable or not willing to just like stretch that topic from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday from the Sunday Eagle game. He was done with it. He had passed it by Monday. It was over. Him. Well, usually by twelve minutes after ten, he was. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it's to to do national radio for as long as he did, yeah. and 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 we know this. And like, it's you have to talk about what the people want to want to hear, mm-hmm. and what people want to hear locally is unfortunately a lot. You're grinding a lot on on the local sports. Right. He did Tony did national national radio for so long a lot of times you're reading the headlines and then you're entertaining right all the yeah. other stuff and that's you're popping all yeah you're, yeah, you're not grinding you're not Tony's yeah. Tony's original Mark Willard national show on Sporting News Sporting Radio News. was was a great great show yeah and I talked to I, Mark Willard's in in San Francisco now on uh, on our Odyssey station out there in the Hague and actually hiring him Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've talked to Mark about those days and they were some good shows. Oh, don't, yeah. don't, they were, there were some good times right there. And then your first round, I don't know how many times you, you and Tony had shows together, but your first round,
1: that we, was good we time. two or three rounds. Yeah. And the first that started, you remember, uh, when Tony was in California and I'm in Philadelphia and yeah. I couldn't see him, that was before zoom and all this StreamYard and all this stuff. So I'm doing the show blind with him and not being able to see him. And you guys know the way he is. I mean, he's all over the place. That was a, one of the biggest learning experiences I ever had those first two weeks of doing that show until I sort of got a little bit comfortable with it we were worse we're it yeah. was uh i didn't it, sleep
0: much it's it's an amazing thing though how like i heard him do shows with a lot of different people yeah but you were the only guy i thought that could ever really like truly get the most out of him and him get the most out of you the way you guys played off each other i don't yeah. know why it works so i don't know either i think i, I think know. part of it's it, just kind of like yeah. your lack of dealing with bullshit in the way you do it <laughs> You know, like the harry If yeah. you have to tell me you know what you're doing, you, you don't, don't know, know what, what you're, you're doing.
2: doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, yeah. it, getting back to what you learned from Harry, Harry just, like when I started working with Tony, it was, you got to get more out of Tony, right? Mm-hmm. Like Tony's not giving opinions. Tony's not doing this. Tony's not doing that. But you're never going to work with Tony and get him to change, right? Right. You have to be, you have to be the best version of yourself. When you work with Tony, mm. that's gonna that's gonna work with him, right? Mm-hmm. So I learned pretty fast that, like, yeah, you can't force him to do a local radio show that the program director wants you to do. You have to try to get the most right. out of him a different way. And, and, and Harry, you you were the best at doing. And that, that was sure.
1: the constant struggle because then you had the program director on this side of it giving me bullshit
0: every day about and how not was sending he with- him to him, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, kind of like yeah. John and I would get when we worked with Mike sometimes, right? <laughs> <laughs> like why is, he's got a, a guest in here. Charles Barkley's in. Why is he going to the phones? Yeah. <laughs> like, wh- why does it Bob and Bryn Why do we care about that when we got Barkley sitting here? Right. right. You, know?
2: you know what it is? It's, it's, it's a crutch, right? And I'm not saying yep. this in a negative way, It is though. but, but you'll, you know this Jason and it's, it's happened to me before. When the phone shuts down mm. and you can't go to the phones, and unfortunately, a lot of the shows in Philadelphia, you're gearing what you're talking about to take phone calls. Right. So when you don't have phone calls, it's difficult to do a show. Yep. So I remember on a couple of occasions where the, the phone system went down, and it's like, dude, there's so no many commercials to take. Like what do we do? We, we gotta do a segment without yeah, the like, emergency CD. The Get the emergency CD. Right. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, what well, call somebody to do an interview? The right. phones are broken. Yeah. We can't.
0: We They're could text anybody. one and read it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mike would and, get... So... Mike would take that as a sign But, but that's the, like,
2: and that's, and that's what that was, which is like, all right. It's just kind of like, all right, we've take a phone call. It's been too long since we've taken a phone call. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the phones.
0: Let's go to the phones. Yeah. And, and, we, and we, I remember a couple of times when the phones went down with Mike, and I was just like, dude, who cares? Like, let's just do a show. Do the show. Yeah, I mean, and I think it... I, we extrapolated it the one day we didn't have phones for literally. We finally got them back at like five 30, right before sound off. Mm-hmm. And Mike, like have people call the sound off line, Then we can plan. I'm like, no, we're not doing all that. Let's yeah. just do a show. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, what are we doing here? Do we need, do we need to hear from Bob from Tennessee that much? Hey, you know,
1: there was I'm one gonna day call
0: tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Johnny knows where this place is the, the kitchen bar. Remember that we used to do yeah. shows from in up there in Abington. Yeah. Uh, me and Bruno did a. We had a weekly lunch uh, time show there. I think I think it was maybe a Wednesday, and we go up there and you know doing those bar remotes when you're doing a midday show is weird because there's nobody in there when you first start your yeah. show. You know, like people show up to eat lunch and have a couple beers and whatnot, but for the first hour or so of your show or whatever, it's dead in there. It's just the the workers just walking yeah. around. So we're in there, and Tony's already—he's shot, you know, on the on the day with nothing much to talk about, and it's early. Just let's go to the phones. And I'm, I pointed to the phone screener. There wasn't a call on the board and he's just doing his thing. He goes immediately back into, you know, the Tony and he played a drop and he goes, oh, let's go back to the phones. I go, Tony, there's no freaking calls. I'm pointing at the damn, the board. He had <laughs> we went to the phones twice in about a two minute span on this remote in this empty bar restaurant. And there weren't any calls. I'm like, what are we doing? I, I felt like, Hey, like, I'm here. What are we doing? <laughs> Can we have some awareness here?
2: And that's where you go to the show seat and read the deal of the, exactly. the, deal of the week. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, coming up crazy. tonight, so, the Jaws show. Huh? Yeah.
1: It's a classic.
0: Um, last hey, you, know what, you, had, on, you know what's going on with Mike Wissanelli today? <laughs> <Yeah>. He's coming <laughs> <Yeah>. up at two
1: o'clock. He'll take, you yeah. You. yeah. Tuesdays that's with That's in three and a half hours.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah. I, like, I had a hard time working with Anthony because, Uh-oh. like, I'd have something I'd be pat like I'd be going on like some mini rant and he'd cut me off first of all. And then he'd be like, no, you forget about that. I'm like, no, I'm trying to make a point. No, that doesn't matter. Don't no, forget about that. It's not about that. I'm like, we did not just grab a chainsaw, start it and cut my legs off. <laughs> just piss on what I'm trying to say. Oh. Yeah. Forget about no. that. We forget about that. He got so <laughs> pissed off at me when I I came into the studio one morning we started the show and I said oh, i when did he goes why I go I had to rush here I was down on set down on uh Broad Street putting my lawn chairs out because the Sixers beat that Chinese national team and Ben hit a three he was so pissed <laughs> what do you mean because <laughs> he was all excited oh yeah oh yeah oh, 76ers man. awesome yeah beautiful all right John I know you got to run man thanks for doing this brother yeah thanks a lot man it's good to reconnect with you
2: of course. I love it, man. <laughs> you and Ike in the afternoon
0: on WI Pay. Pay. And then uh, you're doing the Saturday into Sunday overnight program on CBS Sports Radio.
2: Yeah, it's always great not sleeping on Saturday into Sunday. Man, right. way I way sleep, I sleep from like habits. 9.30 to 11.30, and then I get up and I wow. uh, watch Sports Center and I do it. But I was doing afternoon stuff before. I was doing like weekend afternoon stuff. and. Yeah. It's just so hard with the kids having yeah. their activities and stuff. And I was missing baseball games and shit. So yeah. I wasn't going to do that. So I do this and um, it's a lot of
1: fun. And it's, it's John Marks Media on Instagram and Twitter. Is that right? J O
2: N M A R K S Media, John yeah. Marks Media. You All can right. my DMs are open. Beautiful. Yeah, Ladies. I mean, threat <laughs> nudes. Me. No, there's not usually nudes. There are threats by egg semi threats, which is always welcome. So. Appreciate uh,
0: you having me though. All right. Tell the camera. We said hello. Yeah. We'll do. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> he calls me every once in a while. Get Does he? Camera voicemail. That's great. <laughs> Want to check on you. See how. Make sure every everyone's doing great. <laughs> He's a maniac. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Thank you. All right, guys. Love there he you. is. Johnny Mars. He can drop off now too because we got to talk about uh, Parks real quick. Um that was awesome. I'm glad we got to catch up with John. Yeah, it was a lot Joe. of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. You forget about a lot of the shit that we that went on and that we did. Yeah. And then you bring somebody into the mix, into the max, mm-hmm. and that happens. Oh, my God. So funny. Um, real quick before we get to uh, telling people about our use, because it kind of plays in the parks and futures. Brady coming back here. How about the, the balls yeah. on this guy? I'm not, th- the guy's got seven Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. Like every record in the books. And he's like, yeah, I'm not done. It's
1: incredible. It really is. And, uh, you know, um, we talked about March Madness and, you know, how people don't really seem to have the same zip that they used to have or we had years ago. He took March Madness and took it right off the map on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Cause that's when, you know, you're, you know, the brackets come out and all this yep. stuff. And all anybody wanted it. to talk about was Tom Brady's coming back, you know, after this couple of weeks of retirement. I mean, I don't even know how many weeks it ended up being, uh, it might've, it lasted as long as like one of those Kardashian weddings back in the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's incredible. And, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers staying put in green Bay, um, you know, and Brady coming back to Tampa. And Russell Wilson Wilson leaving and going to the AFC, you know, the the, sort of a a shift, you know, if you were there, there would have been a big shift in the quarterback structure of the NFL. And now Brady coming back, at least for one more year. uh, He's still got a lot left, man. I mean, you you think about, you know, how well he played last season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's remarkable to think that a guy at that age in that contact of a sport, he's only had one significant injury and he got it the first week of the season way back. What was it? Two thousand seven. I want to say Matt Castle came in, right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know he's been vertical for all these games, and he's going to give it one more. go. I'm glad too, because I'm I'm really not ready to uh, to to, to watch the NFL without Tom Brady in it. I've always been
0: a big fan. Yeah, me too, because I, I'm talking about the you know him coming back down at the Flyers the other night because it happened on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I'm going. You know what? I almost don't remember the NFL before Tom Brady at this point. Yeah. Like Brady and Manning were such a fixture
1: back in oh, that early 2000 period, you know. Yeah. You, you think about it, that's 20 some that's 20 some years ago.
0: I mean, Peyton Manning's been retired for a long time now mm-hmm. at this point. It seems
1: and, like it, but he never leaves your consciousness because he's on commercials and mm-hmm. you know doing the Manning stuff on
0: I love that stuff they did on Monday Night Football. I thought that was pretty good. The Manning cast. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, we may have to do something like that. Find something to do a uh, an g's cast for like a live commentary yeah. type thing, right? Like, I don't know what would make sense though. Huh? Maybe the I mean, AVN Awards. <laughs> <laughs> do they even do that anymore? I don't know. Yeah, COVID know you need, probably you know really put a zip damper zip on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Social distance AVN Awards is like yeah, that's the dumbest that doesn't thing. Really ever. work? Yeah, <laughs> it's like watching baseball. Nothing happens now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. I'd, I'd love to see Brady come back, just win one more and, mm. and kind of go off. And But I'm all for him coming back to it, even though he played for the evil empire and the Patriots. And usually when guys have success, that breeds hate. Yeah. I, I have no hate for the man. Just nah, I mean, respect. He's, to me, he's the goat. I mean, I, I you know, I can't, I don't hate,
1: any of the goats we're, we're, it's part of the reason why at least I watch sports. And I think you too, you, you want to see greatness. You're hoping yeah. to, to see as much greatness as, as you possibly can. I mean, Tiger Woods, a lot of people love him or hate him, but I mean, I, how can I hate him? He's,
0: he's the, you know, the best that ever did it. Yeah. And you, cause you respect it. And mm-hmm. the thing about it with those guys is like, I think Brady's the goat of goats mm-hmm. in all of team sport. I can't find a guy like Wayne Gretzky was great. He may have been more dominant mm-hmm. because but that's the sport too. Like and LeBron or Jordan, same thing in basketball. But to me, Brady's the GOAT because of the, the numbers don't lie. The eye test doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. The longevity is off the charts. Yeah. In in that sport to boot. And to me, he doesn't have it. There's nothing hateable about his personality to me. No, I mean, you know, how can you? I'd love to, I'd love to play golf with him. Yeah. You know, spend yeah. four hours on a golf course with that guy. It'd be awesome. All right. Let's, uh, let's put a wrap on uh, episode number 15 of the OG's podcast. Let's tell people about the uh, Park Sportsbook. Once again, you got the new app. Yeah, I just tell- downloaded it this morning. Yeah, we'll be telling people a lot about that in uh, subsequent episodes coming up. Uh, but you can download the app. Check it out. At, and Harris said, the new one's nice and easy to navigate, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, you can get in all the player performances, same game parlays, props, you name it. Uh, All great stuff there. And um, you can play games in so many different ways than the old school of spreads and money lines, which is awesome. But I did take two uh, games in the NCAA tournament on Thursday already.
1: Boise State plus two and a half over Memphis and then Vermont at night
0: plus five um, over Arkansas. Okay, so you got those two plays to get it on the Parks app. Now make sure you download it, open up an account, deposit your first bet risk free up to five hundred dollars. You do not need a promo code, so you just again, just get the app, open up an account, deposit, boom, you're going to be good to go and you get that first bet risk free up to five hundred dollars. You can use it on one of Harry's plays there as well, and uh, make sure you follow Parks on the social channels at Parks Sportsbook on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You'll get great content there, daily specials, and tons more, and probably. Um, some information about the new versions coming out, which is awesome as well. All right, this was a lot of fun today. We'll crank yeah, it up man. again next week. You got it. Have a good week. Everybody, thanks for listening to Ajis, oh, episode 15. We'll talk to you next time.